Do you sometimes feel completely overwhelmed and maybe sick and tired of people not understanding the way you function and the way you do things? Living with ADHD can be quite a roller coaster, emotionally, mentally, and if you're hyperactive, physically. And if, like me, you found out you had ADHD in your 30s, 40s, or maybe 50s, well, you probably felt a huge weight lifted off your shoulders that day. So in this short episode, I want to share with you my journey with ADHD and how I came to realize that, well, not all my challenges fall under that umbrella. Honey, have you seen my keys? Huh, forget it. They're in my hand. There's more to ADHD than being easily distracted, scattered, or a master procrastinator. Being different is not a disability, and it's about damn time we break free from the shackles of society's labels and stigma. Hey there, I'm Zarina Boali, a French-Canadian journalist who found out had a uniquely wired brain at 40 and became a certified ADHD coach. This podcast brings forth a different perception of ADHD to help you amplify your brilliance and phenomenally stand out. Thanks for flying with us. Have a great day. Ready to blast off? Three, two, one. Welcome aboard. ever, ever suspected I had ADHD. Why? Well, because as far as I can remember, the main reason I felt different as a kid was because my mom was a single parent, which was not very common in the 1970s. In school, while the majority of the other kids crafted a gift card or a present for their dad on Father's Day, well, I would make one for my godfather. So in my child's heart and my child's mind, I just couldn't understand why my friends and classmates had a dad and I didn't. But I'm sure at the time, my teacher could probably tell there was something else that was different about me. I was extremely talkative and disturbing because one of the things I really liked to do was entertain my classmates and make them laugh. I was also kicked out of school very often and sent to the principal's office for not obeying the rules or being a smartass. I even got suspended in grade six for throwing the blackboard eraser at my teacher. Imagine that. But little did I know, the belief I was different because my parents were separated would be reinforced as years went by until the unexpected gift of ADHD came in 2012, the year I turned 40. In an instant, my entire life started to make more sense. There was nothing wrong with me. I wasn't dysfunctional or defective because my brain was just simply wired differently. And my God, did I feel a profound and huge relief that day. And why do I say the unexpected gift of ADHD? Well, it's pretty simple. 
Over the years, I've come to realize that even though ADHD comes with a long, long list of challenges, it's not the only way to explain all the struggles that I've had in my life. I carry emotional wounds. I do have personality traits like everyone else on this planet. And I've also inherited baggage from my parents and my lineage that kind of shaped um, who I was. And I say who I was because I also found a lot of ways to release everything that didn't belong to me and that wasn't serving me anymore so that I could get closer to who I am really, like me, without the wounds, without the limiting beliefs, without the subconscious programming. And since I was used to be different as a kid, one thing that was not such a big thing for me or such a big deal for me was having ADHD. The big deal was I was finally able to get answers I believed would forever remain a mystery and I understood things I just couldn't figure out before. Why I was being late 11 times out of 10. Why I thought for the longest time that I came from another planet, not knowing how to access the great potential that I have, but having this deep belief that it's there somewhere, having a hard time managing money, riding an emotional roller coaster, feeling like a failure because in my head, I wasn't where I should be, and trying to fit in when it's in my nature to stand out. That day, two things were undisputable. I definitely wanted to help those with the same neurodivergence and medication wouldn't be the avenue I would take. Deep down, my intuition was telling me, was screaming at me. There were alternatives available to manage ADHD in a more natural, holistic way. And it just didn't make sense that with all the bright human beings on this planet, that pills would be the only solution. So you know what I did? Well, I put on my journalist hat and began investigating. And what I found was just amazing. I read books. I devoured articles. I discovered doctors that talked about the importance of nutrition nutrients deficiency, gut health, and how all these have an impact on the nervous system and certain traits and symptoms of ADHD. And I was like, oh my God, this is just incredible. Looking back, I realized that being a journalist was the perfect job for the hyperactive, curious, creative, fast thinker, and great solution finder that I am. And I still use a lot of the skills that I, you know, had back in the days in my coaching practice. Because you remember that talkative girl in elementary and high school? Well, she kind of turned that into her advantage. And that's how we can leverage ADHD. That career, unfortunately or fortunately, ended after burning out and a few years before knowing I had ADHD. 
I remember another aha moment is when I found the school. I actually trained to become an ADHD coach, which is recognized internationally. I remember the I remember this deep feeling, and I'm sure you can understand what I'm saying. When we live with ADHD, we feel things in so intensely that it's often hard to describe and people around us just don't understand. But I remember that deep desire of helping adults with ADHD would come true because such a school existed. And now I support my client in developing a comprehensive understanding of both the nature of ADHD and the impact it has on their quality of life. Not only did the training teach me a lot about ADHD, it helped me understand how my brain works and it also taught me greatly about myself. And that's also when I realized that you know, finding out you have ADHD kind of brings you to a crossroad. You can choose to see it as a disability and focus on the limitations or decide to embrace its hidden gifts and build on that. Well, personally, I decided to make the best of it and see ADHD as a positive instead of a chaos generator. Once you understand that what you pay attention to expands, well, you might as well focus on that brilliant brain of yours, right? We rock just the way we are, and that's why I created the Phenomenally ADHD podcast, a safe space for growth, fun, and understanding, so you can own your genius and amplify your brilliance. The ADHD brain doesn't operate in all the wrong ways, and being different is not a disability. It's a valuable strength. Now, what if I told you that ADHD is not the only cause of the challenges you face? I know, it's a wild way to see things, and I can hear you say, What? Repeat that? I misheard what you just said. Let me bring it to you another way. What if there were other ways to understand your challenges and realize that they weren't the direct cause and effect of ADHD? Most adults with ADHD are unaware that their struggles increase when they use methods suited for the non-divergent brain, which simply doesn't work for the neurodivergent one. Once you learn how your brain operates, you will start living life in alignment by doing things in ways that work with it, not against it. And that's exactly what happened in the process of me taking on the challenge of learning to manage my money better. I came to a point in my life where I couldn't stand it anymore and I really wanted things to change. And I remember in the process, which was hard at the beginning, I would do my homework, I would pull out the information I needed, and I would learn whatever I needed to learn, and I would practice the skills that I needed to develop, even though I would get headaches, it took a huge amount of focus and concentration, and I would end up with my brain hurting, literally. What I found out was that the more I understood, the more my interest was growing. And the more my interest was growing, the more I wanted to learn. And at one point, I'm sitting at my desk doing, at the time, whatever I was doing, and I'm just blown away because I find myself saying, 
holy shit, am I starting to having fun playing with numbers? And that's when I realized that fun and creativity are major components that I need to include in pretty much everything I do. And that's what I see for my clients as well. So that's how the book Abundance for Your Finance came to be. It's a book where I share the process, where there's a lot of exercises and where we look at a lot of things that go beyond ADHD and the challenge that we do have with managing money. And discovering what works for you and what doesn't is a major game changer. Simple things like maybe using colors to help increase your capacity to remember information, optimize filing, and sort the gazillion ideas you have in one day. Uh, more important things like learning what you can do to tame impulsivity and hyperactivity to use that energies in ways that benefit you and others instead of getting in the way. A lot of things can exacerbate your challenges. Giving too much attention to what's difficult. Lacking good restorative sleep. Eating things that lack vital nutrients, vitamins, and minerals. Sensitivities or intolerances to certain foods. A high and constant level of stress. One thing you'll find out about me, or you probably figured that one out already, is that I am an unfiltered and intense kind of gal. I refuse fiercely to be labeled and put in a box because I'm too much of this and not enough of that. Screw that. Being in the norm and average doesn't look good on us. It's one of the reasons why I don't believe ADHD is solely responsible for my challenges. To me, that doesn't make any sense. And finding meaning is very important for us who see the world differently. My intention with this podcast is to share with love and authenticity what worked for me over the years to decrease the impacts of ADHD with the hope that they work for you as well. Things you can try to be grounded, more present, less scattered, and disorganized. I also hope you feel less alone, awkward, and more understood. Because the only way to redefine ADHD is from the inside out. I so appreciate you listening and I'd love to hear from you. If this episode resonated with you, let me know what valuable insight you're taking away and how you can implement it right now. Don't hesitate to leave a review on your favorite platform and share on social media. Until next time on Phenomenally ADHD, own your genius because you rock just the way you are.